Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show. Recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just, you know, here to hang out. Have a good time. All right. We'll talk to y'all after a while. Hey, and welcome to the LPN Show. I'm Carolina Hidalgo, and I'm here with Natalie Jean. Oh, hi. Finally, we get to see each other. Kind of. Only through content. Only ever through <laughs> making more content. Absolutely. I mean, we have hung out within the Zoom meeting during this whole lockdown pandemic thing. And I know Marcus got to go see you guys the other weekend and I had to stay behind because someone has to hold up the fort and stuff. And I was very jealous. So this is this is the best way for me to do this, I think, because it's productive. And if Carolyn exactly. is anything, <laughs> she is productive with her day. <laughs> I know. I know. You don't get to be here for just like the backyard barbecue stuff. No, it must be working. Yeah, that must have been really fun. OK, well, I'll, I'll ask all about it later. But first of all, I wanted to know about like what kind of movies you like because I'm like well Natalie I know Natalie Natalie's worked in movies before I've worked in I guess a couple projects that was almost going to be a movie but never materialized into a movie I was one of those like you know like I've done a lot of those too (laughs) that just kind of just end up on the IMDB floor yeah yeah (laughs) and so I just figured like okay there is a way that we know like all the same movies and then I asked you to send a list and then there were all movies the funny thing about it is that there were all movies like that came out in 1992 which is like a prime time for our childhood mm-hmm. I oh, think yeah. our, our young childhood at least and where I'm like I seen that I've seen that. I love that. And then next thing I know, I go on my like Netflix or uh, Google Play or whatever. And then I've started watching them all. I've, I was binge watching Natalie's favorite movies. Oh, I'm jealous of you. It was. It's yeah, it's not hard. If you have two ninety nine, uh, you could totally do that. Um, because- uh, man. And, and I should note that you asked for like chill movies, your kind of go to fun movies. So you were very specific about not making it your pretentious. I'm yeah. telling you my most favorite classic film. Exactly. You're like, no, what do you actually like throw on all the time? And I was incredibly honest with you. And I feel proud of myself for that. I, I very much appreciate that you ignored all the Bergmans, the the, the Sikas, uh, <laughs> all, all the greats, uh, the Citizen Canes. Those were yes. left on the cutting room floor because we don't need that. 
We don't need nah, that shit. trash. Yes, exactly. And instead, we got Clueless, which is mm-hmm. great. And A League of Their Own, which was, I was actually watching A League of Their Own right up till I'm like, oh, let me look at my watch. Shit, we have to go record this. And so, like, now I'm still, like, I'm still in the mindset of A League of Their Own. Jimmy Dugan, Tom Hanks is still a drunk, which is really my favorite thing ever. Um, oh, d- yeah. Well, Tom Hanks being anything but, like, an adorable man is always... Yeah, he was kind of playing like a version of Chet Hanks in that movie. <laughs> a little bit. Exactly. Who draws his inspiration from that? That That's Jimmy Dugan right there. Don't get the clap. It's, Don't get the clap. I love that. And then Madonna's in it. And I'm, I'm watching Madonna the whole time very intently. I'm like, is she going to do something like a little too pretentious? Nope, nope, nope. She's going to be all the way May. And I was very she happy about that. It. It's Penny Marshall. She was a great director. That's right. Didn't she do... Uh, di- was she or did she do Adventures in Babysitting? Because that I couldn't remember. I don't know if she did Adventures in Babysitting. That could be very true. She was making a lot of movies during that time period. Yeah, because I felt like that's very much in the wheelhouse of, especially at the time where I was watching all this stuff on whatever VHS tape that we, you know, taped off a, a TV when we'd go visit my cousins in America and then come yeah. back and then watch it with the commercials on because it's like, what's a Pizza Hut? That's amazing. <laughs> it's spoiler. It's not amazing. Um, <laughs> I know. I do think we have this debate all the time, but I do think the quality of Pizza Hut was much higher in the 90s. I think they've made it more mass produced now, but I used to love uh, sitting inside a Pizza Hut. Yeah, I mean, I, so I've seen the commercials that people were nothing but happy when they brought their families to a Pizza Hut. <laughs> Only healthy, happy families go to Pizza Hut. That's for sure. <laughs> and while enjoying a fine movie, like all a league of their own, which I have to say still holds up. It holds up beautifully. If anything, it makes me want to play. It's the only one of the few, very few sports movies that I love. And it's one of my favorite movies. The other one being Basketball. So that's how much I know about sports. But that movie is just so good and the the performances are so good. The directing is so good. The cinematography is beautiful. Yeah, I just love everything about that movie. We're talking about basketball, right? Because the cinematography <laughs> was amazing. Oh, <laughs> so good. No, no, you're right. You're right. It's it's a touching story. The whole thing. I know Gary Marshall is like an old guy in this. And then John Lovitz is in it. Like, it's just like everyone from my childhood at, at the same time. Although I was not raising that. Yeah, all being like at the I, to me, all at the top of their game, just the best versions of them. Rosie O'Donnell is amazing in it. Madonna, you barely even she actually transforms through somebody who's not Madonna, which is very rare for her. <laughs> um, That's true, actually. And, yeah, she just yeah, she kills it in that movie. I like her in this one. I like her in Evita. I, you know, I mean, like, I've always been a Madonna fan. Like, I was telling Marcus the other day, like, when I was a kid, I would, like, sing along to, like, a virgin on my tape, even though that song came out, like, I think in 84. So I guess I was singing along to it, like, in 1991 or something. Sure. And I, and I was a little kid, and I didn't know what a virgin was. I didn't know any of that. My parents didn't even care to tell me. They're just like, she's she's finally doing something. She's making imaginary <laughs> friends. Like, good for her. I mean, oh, so they were down. They were down for you doing the virgin song. Oh, yeah. Because I guess, I mean, the number of perverted songs we sang as children and had no idea. It was fine. We oh, turned yeah. out great. 
Look at us. Oh, and you have, if you have parents who don't really follow a lot of the American trends, it's even better because you get away with a lot, uh, <laughs> which good. I did for quite a while until they got kind of got hip to it. And then they realized like, oh, Carolina, I don't I don't know about this, about all this stuff you're getting into. I'm like, come on, mom, just give corn a chance. And, oh. then, and, and no, don't worry. It was a bad summer. Never again. But you know what? We've all had a bad summer. Yeah. You know, corn is uh, leagues above uh Limp Biscuit. They are a league of so. their own. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just no, I would love, oh my God, I would love a remake of uh, A League of Their Own with all men. <laughs> so it's just regular baseball. But uh, them trying to play baseball after the women's league started and it stars Fred Durst and what's his name from Corn? Oh, yeah. The guy, uh, Jonathan Davis. Jonathan Davis. Did he get canceled? Is he canceled? I have no idea. I, I, I'm I not know. on the cancel show, but uh, I do know. But uh, what I do think, though, it'd be really fun to get all these guys who had been like milking cows in a dairy farm for like years. Yeah. Like make them do that and then make them play baseball. And then that will be a true representation of the movie. And that, yes, I will go buy one ticket to go see that. I would absolutely go see that movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked that. And I'm especially glad on your list. I, I loved how like how you stretched out the list so long because I'm like, oh, just send me like four or five movies if you want. And then you like send me like this whole wall. And I'm like, perfect. Th- this is why I know I knew Natalie loved movies. Wayne's World was Some, the top of the list. Yeah. Some would call that a wall of shame that I sent you. <laughs> but um, I don't care. I don't. Uh, there's no shame in Wayne's World at all. No, not Wayne's World. Absolutely not. I love that movie. Again, directed by a powerful woman. I didn't know that as a kid either. The, a lot of the movies I was attracted to actually did have women directors. <laughs> but that that movie's directed by Penelope Spheris, who is a known punk director. Uh, she also did the docs uh, Decline of Western Civilization. And she did that movie. And that's, I think, what gave it an air of legitimacy because she kind of knew the metal scene. And so even though it's very safe, it's very washed for, uh, you know, a fun family comedy. It's still like there's an air of legitimacy to the, the, the clubs they go to and the headbangers and the songs that are used in the movie and stuff, which I think makes it good. Yeah, no, I agree with you. No, it's fun because I mean, it was her first like Hollywood movie. So or, you know, I, I know it was a low budget film or something like that where they're just like, this just an SNL sketch. Let's just do this. And boom, it makes like a hundred million dollars and all that stuff. But back then yeah. she's like, yeah, you know, I filmed a few bands play. So let me like film this fake band play. And then, yeah, you're right. She she actually did make it legit. I was very happy about that. I mean, I, I didn't even think about that when I was a child watching this. Though. No, the whole time it's just the gags. That's all that mattered. Oh, yeah. The jokes are just they they're great. Like this again, to me, this is uh, Mike Myers at his peak. Funny. Not that he peaked and he was went down. Just in my head, this is my favorite of his time. And Dana Carvey's just always funny. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I was very surprised you didn't put Wayne's World two on the list, though. That one, that one was quite <laughs> a snub, Natalie. I, you know, I I will sit down and watch that anytime. I, the only only issue with the second movie is they didn't use good music in it. I didn't like their cho- I did not okay I did not enjoy their choice of music but it's still very funny and I still Henry and I still quote it all the time <laughs> you know I had to beat a man to death with his own shoes <laughs> <Yes>. um 
<laughs> yeah. So and Chris Farley, of course, is just priceless in that movie. You know what? I, I like how your your responses are very diplomatic. At the end of this, I'm going to have you just say, like, you know what I hate about this movie? It's <laughs> I don't just the music wasn't quite to my liking. You know, I'm going to have you raise a fist at by the end of this. I promise. Good. I wanted to disparage <laughs> as much as I can. Yes, because I'm doing a radio morning show right now and I need to get <laughs> everyone riled up for some reason. Yes, please. <laughs> no, I watched uh, Wayne's World, the first one. I didn't get to the second one because I wanted to get to a league of their own. I had a very busy Wednesday today, <laughs> as you can tell. But Sounds perfect. <laughs> it was really good. The only problem about watching movies that I've seen a million times is like I can see the joke coming like a mile away because I know it all by heart and I'm just like, I don't know how I can possibly make myself forget this or something. I know, I I do. I have that sort of that jealousy if somebody hasn't seen a movie that I adore or even an album. There are certain albums that I've just listened to, to I can't even hear the songs, even though I love them so much. I'm always jealous if somebody hasn't heard that this, the songs yet, that they get to just like not be, it's almost, it's almost grating because you know exactly what's going to happen, <laughs> but I still watch them all the time, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. I, I, when I used to do a movie podcast, I would have to go see the movie with Marcus, like for the second time. And I, sometimes I would look at him right before like a good scene, like and it would be like a really big one, like it would be like Avengers or something, like a really big movie. And I just yeah. look at him and I'd be like, just wait. And he'd be like, don't look at me anymore. This is really <laughs> annoying. And I'm like, I can't help it. I know you're gonna. It's gonna make you so happy. And I, I really shouldn't be doing that. I, I can't help but be that person. Like, oh, you're gonna like this part. Oh, this oh, is totally. gonna be really funny. Yeah, never I do, do that. I do the same, even though it's the most annoying thing in the world when somebody does it to me. <laughs> I can't stand when somebody does it to me, but I do it all the time. <laughs> We're going to watch a movie together and then we'll both be like, we know. We understand. Yeah. We know. This is the it. best part. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I've been meaning to invite you. I mean, like I used to have movie night all the time with our friend Brooke. And the best thing about our friend Brooke is the fact that she, uh, not the best thing, but it's just one thing <laughs> that I find really interesting, which is why I never take her to a movie theater very often, is the fact that she likes to talk the whole way through it. And I sure. feel like you you might be kind of like one of those people who kind of be like, you know, I need to experience the whole thing. Can we talk when like the credits roll or something? I think I would do better than Brooke. For sure. I think I'm pretty quiet when watching stuff, but I can't sit still is my main issue. I have a really hard time sitting for an so I'll fidget a lot. So if that's a thing that gets on your nerves, I will forewarn you about it. <laughs> I can't sit still ever. I agree with you. No, I'm down with you on that. I mean, obviously, if, like we're around people that don't understand our situation. Of course, we're going to be very respectful and just be quiet. But if it's just us. Then oh, yeah. it's very much like, oh, let me go check to make sure that the, the dog has enough water in his bowl or something. And, and I'll, I'll go do things as well. Or I'll play a game of solitaire on my phone. And it looks like I'm bored, but I'm actually riveted. Oh, I'm yeah. actually really into the movie. I just just like you. I just can't sit still either. Uh, yeah. It just unless, you know, social norms dictate that I should, then I do. It's at least at least attempt it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm always pretty work. good at it. And I know Brooke will be she's she actually I've taken her to the movies twice. She's been pretty good at that. But if we're at home, it's kind of like there's no rules, <laughs> you know, like you just do she's, whatever. You know, Brooke is a smart girl and a smart woman, I should say. And she has a lot to say. 
You know, mm-hmm. I get it. She is a chatty Kathy, and I really actually enjoy that from her because a lot of times when you watch, like you were saying, you watch a movie with somebody like who maybe hasn't seen the movie or hasn't seen it many times, you get so excited. So then you get into like the lore, uh, like how I, I get into Lorne Michaels lore when it comes to Wayne's World. It, it's like longer than the movie. It's also I don't know about you, but if it's a movie I love and I've seen a hundred times, I've also listened to the director's commentary a few times. So then yes. I have just so many little facts I can tell you while we're t- trying to watch the movie. But I try not to do that. Oh, I know. I can't help it either. I, I mean, as I said, I try not. But I do anyways, because if you're going to put on Godfather 2, that's three hours, three hours <laughs> without any of my I have no lines in the movie. So right? what, what, else, what else am I going to do? I'm going to just be like, hey, you know, that that part that wasn't scripted. Okay, Carolina, we get it. <laughs> but Got it's really, it was a big moment. You know, it was a big fight between the producers and Francis Ford Coppola and everything. And they're like, yes, I know, it's very important. And I'm like, I know, thank you. Uh, but really, that's <laughs> just patronizing me. You should do, you should just do a podcast where you are giving your own commentary on movies and people can play it over the movie. Yes, uh, I worked with those guys who, that's who, true. who made that's it That's right. Famous. Actually, you did. So I'm, I'm suggesting something that already existed <laughs> previously that in your life. It's been invented, but it's okay. We can discover it all over again. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yes, the, the Mystery Science Theater 3000, when I worked with Trace and Frank, uh, and they uh, they made it mainstream. They made it great, and they still yep. do it, actually, to this day. It's great, actually. They do uh, really fun ones. It's kind of like a Zoom thing where... You watch and then they they talk over. Actually, they are made perfect for this kind of technology, this kind of pandemic lockdown. It worked out beautifully for them. So, yeah, no, be happy. That is great. That is a great form of entertainment when you're stuck in the house for a year. <laughs> yes. Oh, so another thing that you put in and I, I really appreciate this a lot. You put in two horror movies, but like the. the the classics, like the best ones, like The Shining and Poltergeist. And they were back to back, you know, yeah. which I thought, because I'm like, okay, that's an interesting, that's that's really interesting They're, that she put like both of them. Yeah, those are two I just watched so many times. Like I'll just throw those on and, you know, in the background or it's like, I don't have a ton of horror comfort movies. I rewatch horror movies and I, I love horror, but those two to me are like soothing almost in a way. And same, even, I don't know if I'd call Blair Witch Project soothing, but I do rewatch that all the time because I still love that movie. I'm a, I'm a found footage like junkie. Does it still scare you? Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I think it's because I saw it young in the theater and it really affected me because when it first came out back in the olden times when you couldn't debunk stuff quickly, you weren't as a kid, you didn't really know if it was real or not. 
You know? I believed it. Yeah. I totally believed it. Was it was scary. Yeah. I, I actually did think that the whole, remember they did the whole PR thing yeah. uh, about making it be like, oh, these people are missing. I didn't know that they were actors. And then later everyone's like, wasn't that a clever like marketing trick? And I was like, yeah, that was really, really clever, really smart, guys. <laughs> and the whole time yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I'm new to America. I just got into America. I watched it in the theaters and I'm just like, is this what happens in America? Yeah, you're like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my there's God. Too many fo- I keep saying there's too many forests in this country. <laughs> and little did I know. Oh, here we go. Another little IMDb trivia for you. Apparently, wherever they filmed it, it was like a mile away. Wherever they were, they were a mile away from like, you know, a highway or civilization yeah. or something. And that they had to keep turning around so you couldn't tell that they were actually right yeah. next to an Arby's the but whole I, time. I think, yeah, and they did a brilliant job, though, those directors. It's Eduardo Sanchez and I forget the other guy's name. But they really didn't fuck with the, the cast. They, the cast didn't fully know what was going to be happening when they were out there. So I think that really gave it a, a an air of realism. Yeah. You know, actually, I think I... I this is a weird thing I'm just thinking of now, but I think I actually interviewed one of the guys who made the movie a long time ago. And uh, I should have remembered this. Uh, this is during like the uh, Creek in the Cave days. Yeah, I interviewed back in the day. One of my old jobs was doing interviews for an online Comcast website. And I did an interview with Heather, the uh, the female. I interviewed her. She was great. And she now um make, she she grows pot on an island is. Heather Donahue. Heather Donahue. Yeah. I think she was I really sweet. Uh, yeah. I interviewed Daniel Merrick. I, I I do believe I that's something that happened back when we were at the Creek in the Cave uh, a long, long time ago. I, I it, it just hit me now. I, I can't believe I don't know. We'll find the footage. It will be lost found footage again. It might be in the oh, basement fun. there. Who knows? <laughs> I know the Creek in the Cave is no more, but you know, once they break ground on whatever condo they're building over it, God forbid. Can you imagine how cursed that building's going to be? <laughs> All the dark things that happen at the Creek in the Cave. Well, uh, luckily I was never privy to anything. The worst thing I think I ever did was uh, tell somebody in the basement that they can't smoke pot while I was there, at least within that time frame that I was there because I had a cold. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. most of the ghosts would just be the ghosts of regret that would be <laughs> in the new building. Yes, and they would be very sober because I'm like, no, please, please don't do that. Please don't blow smoke in my face right now. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I That was back in the day where you going to work sick made you a hero as opposed to these days. But that, yeah, was, right. that was the time. <laughs> yeah, that I guess that era is over. You're yes. not allowed to go in anymore. Thank God. I'm glad because yeah. I remember I had a fever. I mean, like, yes. So that ground is haunted now with all my ailments and, <laughs> and my poo-pooing on a fun party that they probably could have had at one point. Who knows? I, but, they probably deserved. They needed somebody to tell them to say no to them. <laughs> it, it helps them in some way, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I know it wasn't any of our guys. It was just like a friend or somebody. I, I don't remember. I, I know he wasn't like put out by it, but. I'm sure it wasn't fun for him to do a whole show sober. Wasn't fun for him. So what are you going <laughs> to well, do? He was, he's so brave. <laughs> he's like, I guess I'm just going to I'm just going to plow through without smoking any marijuana whatsoever. Well, good for him. I, I yep. hope he's doing well. I, I don't remember. If I do, I will text him and, and tell him to listen to the show and then laugh. <laughs> 
We'll laugh, but uh, <laughs> but I no, I love this. I love Blair Witch Project. I remember watching it in the theaters. I remember believing it, but then once I saw the movie, I kind of realized like there's no way that this is real. Obviously, this is not real, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep telling people that this is a real thing because I, yeah, I yeah. do believe I did that a few times. And with Poltergeist, <laughs> the same thing. Like the whole like Poltergeist is you know came from a true story, and then it's like no, well. We kind of saw an article about something that kind of seemed kind of familiar, but it wasn't quite that. Yeah, 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 totally, for sure. And I mean, I still consider Poltergeist to be a scary movie because of the quality of the movie. I wouldn't even call it a horror movie, really, but it's one of those few where people get really mad at like PG horror. I, I think that they really do such a good job in that movie of being really scary without it being a gore fest. And mm-hmm. It's interesting, too, because, you know, Toby Hooper directed it, but it's kind of like a not secret that mostly Steven Spielberg kind of took over on a lot of oh, the direction. Right, because of his coke addiction, which I is funny. So, he yeah. needed me to be like, don't do the drugs right now. Yeah, see that you she should have had you <laughs> there. But he, you know, of course, directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is another one of my very, very, very favorite horror movies. And it also is terrifying and it's often thought of as a very gory movie but in fact it's not at all there's barely any blood in the movie it's all suggestion and it's a really cool magician's trick that he does in texas chainsaw where you you feel like you're seeing all of these like blood and guts but you really don't you don't see much at all and he ended up doing you know poltergeist and in my opinion is scary even though you know, there's no gore in it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it's like a family. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to gore the child? No, fuck no. You're not going to do that. No. I get it now. Yeah. No, it's the same thing with The Shining. Oh, you know, only two people died within the span of that whole winter and everything. So, yeah. So I, now I, I kind of have a good feeling like maybe you're more into the supernatural kind of horror. Oh, yeah. I love give me a ghost story any day of the week. I Thank love you. ghost stories. Me, yeah. too. That's yeah. my number one thing as well. Like the Conjuring movies. I love sure. the Conjuring movies. Absolutely. Also, great, great director. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, James Wan, right? James Wan. I almost said Steve Wan. That No, it's another That's Wan. That's his brother. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean James Wan. But yes, uh, anything like Ouija or a- anything that has like a like a ghost story to it where yeah. there's like knocking at the end of the hall and I have to look at you, Natalie, my new roommate, because we're both going to nursing school or something. We happen to be staying in this old home with a, oh, no. with an old lady <laughs> that's our chaperone or something. I know it's 1966. Happen. And I'm no. just like, Natalie, you go answer the door. You know, no, I won't. Uh, and that's yeah. why the credits will roll, and then we'll never make our, you know, our. I know our the movie will be short. Horror films. I'd be like, I'm no, I'm familiar with this, and I will not. And then the movie's over. Because um, <laughs> you're yeah. from Pittsburgh, damn it, and we don't that's deal right. with that shit. Yeah, I. Oh my god, give me a haunted mansion. Give me an abandoned mental institution. Uh, a haunted forest, anything like that. I'll, I'll I'll eat it up all day. Okay, but we can't actually film our own, unfortunately. No, 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 no. Are you sure you don't want to go on a fun camping weekend trip with our husbands to, I don't know, like rekindle our marriages or anything and then <laughs> see what happens? Together. That's so nice. <laughs> 
Only if I get to be the monster or the ghost. I love playing creatures. So let me be the scary thing in the forest and I am way down. Okay. So you were, okay, that's what we'll do. Uh, We'll all be stuck in a room and then Ben will figure something out and be like, or Amber will figure something out and be like, actually, it's one of us. And then it's Natalie. I've been a a monster this whole time. Long game. (laughs) Did you ever play a monster in movies? Uh yeah, I've I've played a lot of like creaturey um undead things and like slithery things. That's always fun. I that's my very favorite. I want to play like a swamp sea woman. I played a sea witch in a, a movie that came out like two years ago, and I love that stuff because you know, like I do contortion and stuff. So to me, the most fun thing in the world is to just do weird shapes with your body and be a scary to people. All right, yeah, like kind of like that Mama movie, or um, do you know? Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking about, yes. especially the short, the original Spanish one. Yeah, where mm-hmm. they had like a um, somebody who uh, was very t- long limbed person yeah. play Mama, and it was just like creepy. So you can do that. Oh man, you must be so good at parties. <laughs> people don't like it i'm always trying to go look at my shapes at parties and then people are like oh we gotta get out of this room well Let's that's go why you gotta come here and then you'll be the life of the party although you'll appreciate my shapes i know you will carolina i know i yes and i'll be like and she makes a great martini with her feet just wait and watch <laughs> yes she will haunt all of us Haunt all of you with fun. Yes, exactly. No, it's it's you're just going to garnish all our drinks. That's really <laughs> what's going to happen in the end. And yeah, I am so down for that, that I would love that. So, yeah, I remember you, when uh, one of the times uh, we saw each other before this whole pandemic thing, you did say you were in a movie where you were kind of like an undead kind of person and everything. And that's got to be like really fun because. You know, you definitely don't have to play yourself. You don't have to be, you don't even have to play alive. So it was like, who's to tell you, like, what kind of research do you have to do? Like, you just do it, like, yeah. the way you feel like an undead person will do. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I love it. I love, cre- yeah, creating creatures and stuff is just very fun to me. And I like to, you know, contort my face and my body and and just make these weird, you know, alternative human cryptid kind of creatures and it's just it's a blast i really do enjoy that creation process and a lot of times when you do get put on a movie in that position there is stuff that's scripted but then they kind of also are just like why don't you figure out like why don't you go ahead and you you make the decide stuff and some people probably would be kind of irritated by that but i really like it i like being able to kind of go with it a little bit um, I miss God. I miss that. This year cool. has really made me so sad. I just want to be a creature so bad again. I want to be something fun. That's perfect because you know what? I've always wanted to be a film director. That's always <laughs> been like my number one dream. Anytime anyone asks me like, what do you want to be? Like, you know, what else would you be if you could have been something else? I've been like a film director. They're like, no, we wanted like to hear like school teacher or firefighter. I'm like, no, I've always wanted to direct film and this is my chance now i mean you've got all the time in the world i totally think you could be a director yeah right like i have an iphone and i have a (laughs) mind for ideas and i really feel that that's all you need and and a contortionist so i feel like this can happen a three minute movie obviously we can't call it mama that's already been done but like i've always wanted to make a short film and then send it to like local 
festivals and it eventually makes its way up to the top where I'm shaking hands with Leonardo DiCaprio. And that's how my life, you know, it just, you know, grandizes into the next level. I mean, that clocks to me. That's that's basically you just finished the first year of film school. That that was all the classes. That's what they tell you. Perfect. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do it. Okay. So you're undead and uh, the rest of us at our party and our motivation, right, is to escape the party with our drinks in our hands go like i have it all planned out it's perfect because georgie has been my dp since who knows when so i know we can get this done georgie yes well she's taking a nap well you know lots of director photographers can sometimes they take they they can take a nap so they're good yeah yeah yeah, for sure but she's overqualified really she she wants nothing to do with this but (laughs) (laughs) she's like yeah i don't know if i can take this project on right now i've got a lot going on Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Chapter One Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love chapter two. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Well, she is actually very busy, which is funny. She She has like you know daycare and grooming and stuff she has a fuller schedule than i do which is oh no that's sad but understandable because i also (laughs) have not left the house in 14 months so oh also another thing can you put your leg over your head i mean i'm not asking you to do it right now but you can actually do that yeah wow that's amazing and the splits oh yeah i can do (laughs) do all of them and more this i don't know why this is so impressive to me i I, this is amazing (laughs) this is so cool I've I've never met anyone with like like a talent like a such a physical talent like that that wasn't like someone being like oh listen to me do this like touch my you know cheek and do this like you know oh, the, the water sound the water sound drop I or can't something. do that one I well, don't, you're I don't, out of I'm, the movie I know God damn it every time um, <laughs> you have yeah. to lie you have to lie in your casting I've never figured that one out. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, some people can do it. I know my brother can do it. That You know, we can all do weird things with our bodies. I unfortunately don't have much of, um, of like, I, I don't have any extra special characteristics in that sense. But I am the woman with the brain, with the minds, who Absolutely. can direct people and then, you know, yell at people to get into place and to be quiet on the set. Valuable assets to have. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And also, you picked Ghostbusters, speaking of which, which is... I know. It's such a basic bitch move at the basic B word. I'm sorry at this point, but it's the truth. I love it, though. I No, I, I hope... You meant 1984 Ghostbusters, though, right? I did, yes. 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 I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I love the reboot, but the 1984 Ghostbusters, now that... That is the reason why I got into film. And when I'm talking about getting into film, I mean, I started watching them uh, <laughs> at a young age. I mean, age. It's, it's not like I'm saying anything revolutionary, but it is an incredible film on many levels. And I still love the fuck out of it. And it still makes me happy. Also, Ghostbusters 2 gets trashed 
I think that movie's fucking great. Who trashes it? Really? I want names. I want addresses. It gets criticized a lot. And I take umbrage with that, frankly. Wow. I didn't know about this. I didn't know there was a whole crew of people like slaying about Ghostbusters 2. Don't they realize that Sigourney Weaver was in it? You know, Ripley was in it? Uh, Yeah. I mean, the cast alone should be enough for you to enjoy that movie. Yeah. Well, that's not. I didn't I didn't know that there was a. ripples within the uh, film community about this it's really tearing us apart <laughs> well the, the one moment that we all need to unite unfortunately no people are not into but then again you didn't put it on the list natalie you didn't I put know. it on the list i should have i should have done it so i mean we're all complicit here that's what i'm saying sure. but then you you came back you came back and then you added mean girls and bridesmaids which are like the best the funniest movies ever i Bridesmaids, I remember watching that in a theater and my friend and I showed up drunk, unfortunately. Uh, it was a very bad brunch we had earlier, but we laughed so hard. Our, and our sober friends that were there uh, kindly told us to take it outside. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm man, I'm a huge Kristen Wiig fan. Uh, I think she's incredible. And I mean, the whole cast is great. Again, Paul Feig, I think, just crushed this movie. I don't know if he was the right one to do the Ghostbusters reboot, but he was phenomenal as the director on in this movie. And it, it the jokes, come on. The jokes, they come a mile a minute in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I like everything about it. I, I mean, obviously, like, if you're watching it, like, on a plane or something, there's people around you, you're going to embarrass yourself a little bit because you're going to be laughing so hard. For sure. But, you know, that's totally fine. Like, like I did with Wayne's World, even though I saw i saw the the line like the jokes coming already uh or even like mean girls i've seen that movie so many times me too (laughs) and it's just kind of like i know there's a lot of great other movies that have been coming up recently and i've been trying to watch them but i've kind of learned from my experience and also because i'm back then i was like you know a a teenager so i had time to watch like a hbo movie about 50 times in a row and now yeah. I don't have that. So I'm yeah. just glad that now I'm not revisiting and rewatching the same movie over and over again and learning every single line like I used to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not immune to that still though. Like sometimes it was a lot actually on planes in the before times. Uh, we always flew one airline and they had only a certain amount of movies that would be on the thing and I a lot of times on a plane I just want a comfort movie and so I'd watch the same movie like six times a month. But then I would, you know, it would kind of get into my brain enough that I can then just repeat the movie. Again. Oh, like which one? Do you remember? I know it was so long ago. You know what I watched a million times that um, I, I love and I think is a great newer movie is Blockers. I don't know that one. Well, it's really it's really well written um, teen movie, but it has like Leslie Mann in it and uh, like June Diamond Raphael's in it. But it's uh, it's a really good teen like high school movie that's very contemporary. It addresses like actual real things that are happening and it's not, you know, it's very LGBTQ friendly and also super funny. Is that the one that, that John Cena's in? Is yeah, he in yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Oh, I kind of do remember seeing like some ads around like train stations and stuff like that about it. I didn't know that was a fun one. Okay. Yeah, I recommend that one for sure. But yeah, it looks, it came out around a million movies that kind of, the posters all look the same and you're like, oh, it's those same celebrities. Okay, I might see that. But then I, I when I watched it, the writing's really good. 
Okay, cool. Like like yeah. like a pitch perfect too, because that movie is perfection. I I gotta be honest, I've never seen a pitch perfect movie. Oh well there's nothing wrong if anything like we talked about before I am jealous of you because you're and if you take my advice and believe me you'll you you will thank me if you watch Pitch Perfect that's a fine movie you watch Pitch Perfect 2 you're gonna have a ball you're gonna love it it's okay for some reason I it's not usually a movie I seek out but uh, David Feldman, who's a comedian, and he did the Triumph Insult Comic Dog, yeah, a lot of yeah, that yeah. writing stuff. Um, he told me, he's like, watch Pitch Perfect 2. And I was like, yeah, whatever, David Feldman. You know? <laughs> and then I put it on, and I was like, holy crap, this is great. And it has like fun little singing and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. yeah it, I'm sick and tired of enjoy all, everyone, all of us having to listen to Dave's shit all the time. <laughs> I want to hear his fucking... Oh, yeah, Mr. Feldman. Yeah, no, his name is Dave now. Yes, I agree. But he knows. He knows. He actually did tell me, he's like, you know, you don't have to go by me on this, but trust me on this. And I did. So I'm I'm bestowing that upon you as a monkey's paw of like, Uh it will haunt you, but to delight. Okay. All right. I I should be a movie critic. I I, I miss my other calling. (laughs) It will haunt you filled with joy. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, Wait, exactly. What? You will die of laughter. So, oh, yeah, I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah, it's very fun. It's very enjoyable. I have very few moments where I can actually watch like fun movies uh, because not because of Marcus, not because he doesn't like fun, but he he enjoys <laughs> to go. He enjoys a more drama uh, more period uh, age, more more uh, you know, kind of uh, from a, a a different time kind of stuff, a very what, very like, serious stuff, like historical dramas. Yes, like The Crown, which I enjoyed. Ah, but he's okay. like, let's watch The Crown. I like serious things, or like The Fall. He started yeah. watching The Fall with Gillian Anderson, and I kind of dropped off, and then he continued, which I understand because Gillian Anderson is a very beautiful, charismatic woman. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, she kept Marcus's attention longer than she kept mine, although I, I think she's wonderful, but uh, I, I was just like, yeah, no, peace, I'm out, and he just enjoys that, and I, I enjoyed the more absurd, I guess, and so, you know, the only chance I get to do that is really when... You send me your Natalie's picks emails, uh, <laughs> which I well, hope I, is a thing now. I am <laughs> Natalie's picks. Everybody's going to be chomping at the bit for what I like. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, I, we've mostly in the house this year. It's been hard for either of us to really focus a lot. So I'm rewatching Game of Thrones because we had never finished it. And we've been watching mostly documentaries or I mean, we're just on the full food network, HGTV train. It's just easy. And during the anxiety times during this last year when it's been so hard, I'm just like, I can't feel too much. Except if it's horror. If it's like an intense horror, for some reason, I'm fine with that. But if it's too realistic, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to watch like a drama right now. I don't want to watch something that could be serious. If it's going to be upsetting, I want it to be like high octane level horror upsetting. Oh, yeah. No, I understand that. I I get that. I've I've been kind of wanting to escape as well, and so w- I've been trying to do that with the comedies. Uh, or actually, I haven't been watching any horror movies, and that's like my favorite genre. But I don't know. This year it was horrible yeah, enough. I so get it. Now it's now it's it. all comedies. Comedies all the time. Three Amigos. 
Bam. Watch oh, that. Yeah, hell yeah. You're going to love it. Any Steve Martin movie or Chevy we re- Chase. Oh, we rewatched all the Naked Guns recently and it yes. was so much fun. They're 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 so funny still. Yeah, they still hold up. I mean, Leslie Nielsen, uh, even O.J. Simpson pulls it off. I mean, he's got... Who knew? I'm not saying he's a good man, but he has good timing. He's a good Norbert, yes. Comedically timing. Otherwise, maybe not... You know, we don't need to maybe say that he's a great comedian, but he's, you know, does a good job in the movie. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about him. All right? Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. No, he did a good job with the thing that was presented to him before he became a murderer and so uh but so it just <laughs> let's just say like that that's that and, and it's unfortunate and that's <laughs> that. <laughs> well what are you gonna watch now like what are you thinking like are you gonna turn like since like the seasons are changing are you gonna be like okay you know what we're gonna turn a new leaf and we're gonna just there's a light at the end of this tunnel we're all getting vaccinated we're all gonna see each other in person hopefully soon so what do you think I what's the next so project? I'm, I mean, I am still deep into I have to get I have to get through Game of Thrones. I've committed to it now. So there's a <laughs> lot of hours of that. Um, and I I'm I'm really itching for a new show to watch. Henry's more on the movie track right now. He wants to watch movies. I really enjoy a long show because I don't have to make a decision at the end of the day when I'm tired. I don't have to choose. I just know I'm going to watch it. So, oh, right. yeah, like my favorite last year was probably Lovecraft Country. I really I'm trying to find a good replacement for that sort of genre of like surrealist, like sci fi horror something. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. I've got to I've got to do a search probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Or or send us suggestions, you know, Please. or whatever. Yes, that would be great. A, a nice list to add to Natalie's picks at Please. the very least. But if all else fails, just put on Wayne's World and um, and, and maybe a, a nice dose of Bridesmaids. And, and that's pretty much it. I mean, that's and then, you know what? I might actually watch Blair Witch Project tonight just to to get back, you know, it, it, my camping mode and stuff like that, because that's what we're going to do this summer. So I might as well uh, learn man. all the tricks. and. Oh, traits. I know you guys go camp. You go to the forest. I don't know if you should watch Blair Witch. But I like that movie because I don't go to the forest. Yeah, we know we definitely do. I mean, I have a first aid kit wherever I go. Even if I go to CVS, I have one, even though I (laughs) know they have them at CVS. (laughs) It's a whole aisle, but you never know if they have the right one. So, yes, I'm always, always prepared. Uh, Yeah, we we are very much. It's not because we want to be outdoorsy people. It's just because it just kind of seems like this is where we want to go. I don't know why, how we ended up doing that, but I. Or, or nearly dying like about 10 times. Uh, if, well, we're not very like, good hikers. Between you and Marcus and, and Georgie, you're basically the Blair Witch Project cast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, are you the Heather? Of no, the that's Georgie. Georgie's the Heather? Yeah. She's, the, she's a, the boss of the trip? Of course, yeah. And yeah. are you the one who throws the map in the river? <laughs> God, I. Oh, that's also Georgie, actually. She's an, <laughs> she is not... Good to go with, other than her um, unbridled enthusiasm. Uh, I think she's very not helpful. Let's just say uh, that. She does seem like she's having a great time, though, in those videos. <laughs> she does. All right. We should go. But um, this was really fun. I would like to get more of Natalie's picks because because of you, I watched one and a half wonderful movies. I'm going to watch a third one because of you and not another season of sister wives and that's all i hope for that's all i wanted so i I really appreciate it 
Oh, I have a TLC issue myself. I have a yeah. No, I understand. Um, I'll I'll probably uh, I'll uh, I'll I'll watch Pitch Perfect. Right? Yes, please do. And remember, save your your laughter for part two. Part two. Though, right. That's or you can even just watch Pitch Perfect two. I think I don't think you even need I. You know, to get into the lore, I don't think it's that important. Uh, so I think you're all you're all. <laughs> I'm not going to be lost. The plot's going to go right over my head. With I'll it. send you a Wikipedia link. Uh, it'll be fine. And <laughs> okay, cool. um, yeah, so I want to plug in your new show, which is awesome. Someplace underneath. Right, that hey, you do with Amber Nelson, you. which is yeah. awesome. I thanks, listened man. to the first one and I love oh, it. Thanks. Yay. It's, nice. uh, it's a nightmare. There's just the awful stories. <laughs> but, so that's um, why you got to pair it with Bridesmaids. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Super cool. Thank you so much, Natalie. This is fun. We're going to do it again. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.